The angels proclaimed, Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. When people were first watching and waiting for the Messiah, I'm not sure if anyone thought or could even imagine that when the Messiah arrived, the Savior would be born. The Savior would be a baby, having the same start to life that we all did. When God became flesh, God didn't arrive on earth fully formed as a king ready to lead or a prophet proclaiming God's words or a rabbi ready to teach or even just a fully matured adult ready to begin his ministry. Jesus didn't just arrive. He was born. And before that, he was carried for nine months in Mary's womb, developing, forming, growing. Why is this so important? Why is it such a big deal? Because Birth is one of those moments that's totally out of our hands. We have no control over it. We can't even remember it. That's why no one asks you about your birth. If people want to know the story, they ask your parents. And even the best birth stories are messy and painful and a little bit scary, filled with all the possible what-ifs, though they are also exciting and filled with joy. God came to earth trusting Mary and Joseph to bring Jesus safely into the world, to diaper and clothe him, to nurse him and care for him, and protect him as he learned to crawl and walk. Whenever I look at my own toddler, especially on a day when she's missed her nap, it's really no surprise that scripture just glosses over Jesus's toddler years. Mary and Joseph are called to be parents for the one who will reconcile God and humanity. They are Jesus' caretakers, his first teachers showing him love, teaching him scripture, bringing him to the temple. Isn't that amazing? That God, the creator of the universe, the maker of all things in heaven and earth, would choose to become so small, so helpless, so human, and put himself in the care of others. Mary and Joseph were from a humble family, and these were strange circumstances. They lived under a foreign power. They were required to travel for the census. When Mary could have Jesus at any moment, because of all the traveling going on, they were unable to find a comfortable place to stay. 
making do with the only space that could be found for them, using what was on hand, Jesus' first crib, a manger, a feed box for animals, their first visitors, shepherds, smelly and dirty from their hard work. As people watched and waited for the Messiah, they might have expected that a savior would act quickly, someone powerful, able to overthrow Rome and instantly make things better for the people of God. But that's not what happened. God didn't arrive on the scene and fix everything, making life perfect. God loves us so much that God chooses to live among us, to know us more fully and more deeply by taking on the human experience, feeling happiness and joy and also hunger and sadness and suffering. In his human ministry, God showed us a path of love that would change the world, giving us a glimpse of the heavenly kingdom. In taking on flesh, God made our ordinary, fragile human bodies holy, sacred dwelling places for God. God became human and invited us to experience the divine. This year, this odd pandemic time when things are not what we want them to be or expected them to be, maybe we find ourselves putting extra pressure on ourselves to save this holiday. If only I bake more or buy better presents or plan the perfect menu, call every person I would have seen, decorate every available surface in my house, or in my case, write the perfect Christmas Eve sermon. Then maybe Christmas will be saved. It'll feel normal and perfect and good. And this year would feel so much better. We could end 2020 on a good note if we can just get Christmas right. Thankfully, we don't need to save Christmas. For a Savior has been born to us. The wonderful thing about this day that we learn from hearing the Christmas story anew each year is that while we might expect Christmas to be perfect, God doesn't require perfection. Nothing was perfect about the circumstances of Jesus' birth. I don't think any parent among us would choose to give birth in such proximity to animals. Yuck. God didn't come into the world expecting perfection. And if we had to be perfect, if we had to earn God's presence or work our way up to God, we would fail every time. 
God comes to us out of love to be with us at all times and especially when we need God the most. This is the year when we need the good news, when the good news seems especially wonderful. To know that God is with us in all places when we are required to worship in new ways. To know that God desires relationship with us when we realized this year just how important every single relationship is. To know that God the Creator became part of creation when we've been reminded just how fragile human life can be. This is the year when we need Christmas the most, but we don't need to save it. The truth of Christmas saves us. Could we have imagined a year ago claiming a YouTube page as our online sanctuary or claiming our parking lot as our outdoor sanctuary? And yet, here we are. And even though this is not the way we are used to remembering the day, God has claimed these ordinary spaces as holy, too. Like Mary and Joseph, we find ourselves in an unfamiliar place, not where we would choose to be. And yet, God is just as near to us as ever. This will be a Christmas to remember, one we will never forget. And whatever happens, however we end up celebrating over Zoom, outdoors, with masks, singing carols in our living rooms, holding glow sticks in the parking lot, the good news doesn't change. To you, to us, is born a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. That's true wherever we are, whoever we're with, however we are gathered. A Savior has been born to us. God is with us, among us, and in us. And that is very good news. Amen.